are listening to Radio Influence. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Live Bold and Boss Up. Today, we are on our second part of marketing yourself, and we're going to talk about social media. Social media is a great way to keep in touch with everyone, right? Especially in today's times. Exactly, yeah. With friends, family, coworkers. Um, they're also great to- tools at helping you get an interview. Yeah. Um, some, sometimes you can utilize social media to even promote your business, but we're going to give you some tools and some tips on how to utilize it on, you know, maybe helping you get a job on presenting your best self because social media can even hurt you in getting a chance to interview. For sure. So let's dive into specific social media platforms and the do's and don'ts of social media. Right. So what are they? The social media platforms, from a jobs perspective, what are they? There's LinkedIn. That's a huge number one. one. Yes. Um, I think number two from a jobs perspective would be Facebook because I feel like those individuals would have Facebook over any other social media platforms like hiring managers would have those. I mean, I would think so. Maybe we're dating ourselves or, (laughs) um, you know, making us sound like we're uh, not as cool as we think we are. But (laughs) I would say Facebook, Twitter, I don't really use a lot, although I feel like people do. I just don't. That would probably be more geared towards trying to help yourself find a job, right? Because it's more, you're just articulating yourself. There's, there are pictures, but it's primarily words. Right. Right. Then Instagram, which I feel like is kind of your like friends, like, you know, posting pictures. What are you doing this weekend? Sort of thing. Right. Um, And then obviously you have the ones that are, are not very professional related, like Snapchat or TikTok, TikTok. YouTube, <laughs> YouTube, which can be a good one. It could be a good one. I feel like there are a lot of um, professional focused YouTube channels now. Right. Like, right. That is getting a more popular one. And then are we missing anything? Mm, I'm sure there's some other things that we're missing because we're, you know, a little older. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm sure there are other ones. I think those are the main ones that you would use right? maybe in professional business. Right. So which ones do you think hiring leaders check out before maybe scheduling an interview or sending that offer? Obviously, um, Because they do it one. for sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, LinkedIn, number one, 100%, even before you interview, even whenever they're looking at your resume, they'll compare LinkedIn to your resume. So 100% like LinkedIn should be updated. It should match your resume. It should have a picture, a professional picture. Right. Um, I've seen LinkedIn profile pics with, you know, it's not even a picture of them. It's like a picture of their dog or their, <laughs> their pet lizard. And, you know, I, I feel like this is a professional platform. Put a headshot of yourself right. up there. Um, you know, also, you want to dive into a little bit more of LinkedIn or we, you want to, um, talk about the others too? Yeah, we can definitely talk about that. And the, and the reason I think we bring all the social media pieces up is, you know, I, I have had clients before who 
will not interview someone um, because of their social media. So we that's why we're diving in and, and sharing what works, what doesn't, because this will help you get your interview. So yeah, talk about LinkedIn and what needs to be on there. You just mentioned the picture. It needs to be professional, headshot, don't have your significant other dog anything like that on there have your face mm-hmm. um and i think it obviously needs to match your resume like i already said before but dates make sure i've seen so many times where dates are off and it just kind of float throws up a red flag to hiring managers like why are the dates off is there something that's that they're not being completely honest about or there's something that's weird and it doesn't match up so make sure the dates are consistent um, LinkedIn is a great place to post what your like volunteer activities, other groups or boards that you're in, leadership um, groups. That's a good place to put it. Yes. And then, um, you know, 100% get recommendations and referrals to put on there and give them too. like offer to give maybe. You know, if you have a, a coworker or even a boss, offer to give them a recommendation and, you know, maybe they would do the same for you or ask your boss to give you one. Yeah, that's a great tip. If you if you do a reference for someone else, they're more likely to then say, hey, let me do the same for you. And LinkedIn is where you really want to put your references. I know in the Marketing Yourself Part 1 where we talked about resumes, if you haven't listened to it, check it out. We recommended not giving res- not giving referrals mm-hmm. at that point. But in LinkedIn, you definitely yes. want to have your referrals listed that they're going to check it out. They're going to look at it. That's definitely a good place to have it. Right. Um, um, connections. I feel like you need to have good connections on there. People are going to look, who are you connected with? Mm-hmm. Make connections with other professionals with similar backgrounds as you or in similar industries. I feel like that's something that people can see how connected is this person in the industry. You're absolutely right. I literally had a hiring manager reject a candidate because they didn't have the same network as them, mm-hmm. which I kind of see the pros and cons to both sides because you want someone with a different network to tap into, Mm -hmm. but it can hurt you. And also the number of connections you have. Of course, you don't want to link in with somebody just because they're a body. You want to make those connections meaningful, but the, the amount of connections is important too. Yeah. And your quality of connections. Um, Also, I feel like your location on there should be relevant to where you are, like specific. Like if you live in Atlanta, Georgia, your location should say Atlanta, Georgia. Right. As opposed to sometimes the company is headquartered in a different area. I wouldn't put the company's location. I would put your location. Absolutely. Um, I I have had candidates where they're in Denver and they want to move to Florida. Mm -hmm. So the smart thing that I've seen some of them do is put Tampa, Florida, not Denver, Colorado, uh, because they are they they know they're moving there. It's it's definite and they want to market themselves like that. And I think that's smart. Oh, that's a good point. Also, um, on your LinkedIn profile, there's an option to put a summary at the top. 
which is kind of like a, a cover letter. Yeah, yes. Cover letter. Going back to our episode one mm-hmm. on resumes where we didn't recommend it. Right. Um, here, I would actually recommend it because this is your chance to give a little summary. I always read the summaries whenever I'm looking at a profile. Right. With LinkedIn, I read the summaries. Absolutely. Isn't that weird? Why do we not read cover letters, but yet we'll read summaries on LinkedIn? I don't know. That mm-hmm. is an interesting point. But yeah, make it relevant. Make it um you know, real to what you're doing at that moment and what your background is. Yeah. Don't be afraid to update it too. Yeah. No. I feel like to your point, you know, some people just throw up a summary and then it's 10 years later and it's still the same summary. Make sure you update it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, isn't there on LinkedIn a button that you can click if you're looking for jobs that say you're open to jobs? Boss bite right here, Uh, people. Get your pen and paper (laughs) out. So this is how you do it. All right. So if you are looking for a job, but you don't want your employer to know that you're looking, this is what you do specifically on LinkedIn. So you go to your settings and privacy under your page. Then you scroll down to quote unquote job seeking preferences. Literally, that's what it says. You click on that. Then you click on let recruiters know you are open to opportunities, then click yes. And magically, all the recruiters that dive into LinkedIn to find people with your skill set will see that you are, in fact, looking for a job and you'll be more marketable that way. Absolutely. Um, I think that covers most of LinkedIn. Am I missing anything? Yeah, I feel like you should just follow your resume, make sure it matches Um, If you guys have any questions, comment, we'll address it. But yeah, I think that's good for for LinkedIn. Let's talk talk about Facebook. Facebook. So Facebook, I see, is more for family, friends, a way to keep in touch with your, you know, friends you graduated high school with 10, 20 years ago, you know, (laughs) the place where you can see your friends' kids grow up. Like, that's why I see Facebook. And it's not uncommon once you get a job to then connect with your uh, the people that you work with Mm -hmm. and um, your hiring managers or your bosses. They're going to be friends with you there. Um, So employers still check this out, though, whenever considering a candidate before they even hire them. Yeah, depending on their generation, definitely. They'll still check this out, especially if they have this themselves for personal reasons. They'll check it out. Absolutely. So, you know, what not to put on there? Obviously, I would uh, not put on any, I I mean, I like to stay away from politics and all that kind of stuff. Right. Things that are controversial. um, Those sort of things. Right. I, I, I say that as well. But then also, I always tell everyone, I literally tell every single one of my candidates, be yourself, right? So if that's who you are and you're really strong in politics and that's what you like to talk about, then by all means, mm-hmm. be yourself. But if you don't dabble in politics as well as the next person, you probably shouldn't put that on there because it will be reviewed. Um, side story, even about comments that you make to other people's posts Um, you'll want to be careful on that too because that'll be visible. So if you're being negative and being mean to other people, I think that reflects uh, poorly. Yeah, and you never want to do that. I mean, if you are the type of person who likes, you know, speaking your mind, which is great. I I don't think you should ever hold that back. But 
you know, it may not be a bad thing just to make private, you know, just so, you know, the public or people that aren't friends can't just kind of scroll through your Facebook and see what you're doing or what you're commenting. Yeah, hands down. I say when you're looking for a job, just make make these private for, for the moment. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I mean, same with same with Instagram, same with, same with other social media platforms. Right. Um, I like being private because, you know, I'm sharing those photos and stories for my family and friends, mm-hmm. people that are close to me. I don't really care about the people that aren't, you know, close to me as far as seeing my, you know, what I'm doing every day or pictures of my kids right. and stuff like that. Right. It's not for them to judge. Yeah. yeah. All right. So what about uh, Snapchat and TikTok? I'm not on either one of those. Snap. Oh, okay. So Snapchat is the the app that has all the really cool um, filters. Yes. I thank you. Filters. Yes. So literally, that's why we use them. Um, my little girl loves going on there and playing around with the filters and taking pictures and we'll send it to like our very close friends, but we keep it all private because I don't want her all over social media, of course. Um, but it's fun. And and again, I would just make sure you're private. Um, I think most of the individuals that have Snapchat that are applying for jobs, you know, probably are safe. I don't think the hiring managers have have that. Um, you never know. I guess yeah. so. I know. As you move <laughs> on, maybe 10 years down the road, we won't be saying that. And then TikTok, I know I've, I've seen, I feel like it's been kind of, during quarantine gotten like super popular because people don't have, you know, much else to do. But I know it's a fun dance or what is it? Yeah, I mean, it's mostly dance, right? Like you learn all these little, it's sort of dance. It's like our movements. Some people fully dance. It's really cool to see. Everyone's for, for the most part, pretty much uplifting and positive and you know, supporting each other, which I think is super cool. Others do some other things on there that's still that's still positive, but everyone's pretty much boosting everyone up. And I think it's wonderful. But again, I, I would say keep it private, too. I, I just I'm just laughing to myself because I sound like a really old person. I'm like, <laughs> what is TikTok? TikTok? What is the TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> what about the gram? The, or the Facebook. <laughs> Um, and then also outside of social media, I mean, anything can be Googled these days. So, mm-hmm. you know, just be careful. I mean, this just goes in life, like what's out there and, you know, that you're always putting yourself in a positive light and, you know, people can Google anything these days. So, you know, I would also say to check out their policies, right? Like, where's your information going? Right. Like Apple has done an amazing job with not sharing our personal information or not selling it out. But I think there's a lot of other companies that would. So I would maybe add that um, piece of information to your discretion on when you're making everything private or public or, you know, expressing your opinions. Right. That's a good point. I think bottom line, be yourself, be true to who you are. Um you you're not going to be led astray if you if you follow your heart and your passions and and who you know being true social media can hurt you but it also can help you you can also use it in a very positive way too to you know maybe they they look you up and they they love getting to know you a little bit better getting an insight on who you are and then also you can also use social media as a way to 
um, maybe do some sales or increase your business on there. So that's another way you can use social media as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So that I think that pretty much covers it. Let us know if you have any questions or comments or any other information that we might have missed. And thank you to Next Path Career Partners and the Tampa Bay Wave for having us and allowing all of this to happen. And until next time, live bold and boss up, babes. Hey gang, Jerry P. Tuck here, co-host of A Place for My Head. Each week, Brandon Thompson and I are going to be talking about the importance of mental health. We're going to be talking everything from stress, anxiety, different mental illnesses, different chronic illnesses, and frankly, the rigors of everyday life and how we all struggle to get through it. We're not medical professionals, but we are looking to start that conversation that needs to be had about the stigma around mental illness and how it affects us every single day. We'll talk to experts, but at the end of the day, A Place for My Head is all about real people with real stories about real life. Check out A Place for My Head with Brandon Thompson and myself, Jerry P. Tuck, each week on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.